0: Welcome. You are listening to Not Just a Rainbow with Catherine Cager. All right. Today, I am going to tell you my modest opinion on an interesting topic you probably will love. It's no secret that times have been tough, especially for the queer community. Between gentrification, inflation, and a lack of affordable housing, it's no wonder why money has been tight. You're not imagining things, The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported that from 2020 to 2022, prices of goods and services skyrocketed with an average increase of 12.45 percent. Mix in the rise of the remote work lifestyle, with no need for a long commute to the office, and cities don't look as appealing anymore. Questions like, should I stick around, or should I get out of here, are becoming more common. LGBTQ folks tend to make less money than heterosexual people. The skyrocketing cost of living is making it even harder for queer people, whose incomes are already lower than average. According to the Human Rights Campaign Foundation, LGBTQ workers make 10% less than non-queer people. It gets worse for LGBTQ women, who earn 13% less, trans men 30% less and trans women 40% less than the average. Devante Love, a spiritual therapist and former martial artist at the Gay Games, felt like city life wasn't doing him any favors. I finally realized that New York was draining me financially and wasn't giving me anything back to make up for it. Now I'm living in College Station, Texas, home of Texas A&M University. My rent went down from $2,000 to $700, which included utilities. I was able to save a ton of money on rent and going out less. With the money I saved, I was able to pay off my $65,000 in student loans in two and a half years. Love said they stopped doing all the fun stuff like going to Broadway shows, fancy dinners, and parties, so they saved around a thousand bucks each month on that. Even so, Ashley Kuto, a writer living in Montreal, thinks that moving to a large city can be a great chance to explore your individuality and freedom as a queer person. She grew up in a really white, Christian, traditional suburb and then went to college in the city. After she finished college and got a job with remote working options, she moved back to the burbs to save some money. She said she needed a rest from all the noise and pricey rent prices in the city. After taking some time to build up her bank account, Kudo shifted to Toronto to have more options to work face-to-face. But once her boss relocated, the financials didn't make sense anymore. I understood I could have more space in Montreal for less money than I did in Toronto, she said. I was spending $2,600 a month for barely 500 square feet, but now I'm paying $1,650 for 1,500 square feet. Having money and being involved in your community are both important for a thriving society. Having too little money and not feeling a part of a community can really take its toll on us. According to Jack Turbin, MD, who's an assistant professor of child and adolescent psychiatry at the University of California, San Francisco, societal stigma can be especially hard on queer people and lead to higher levels of anxiety and depression. Turbin pointed out that having other queer people in your life and feeling pride in the LGBTQ community can help ease the negative effects of being judged. Basically, it's important to not feel like you're alone and to remember that LGBTQ+ individuals are awesome. Turban suggests that if you're considering a move to a less populated area, it's important to think about what support systems you'll be giving up. It could mean that you'd be losing some of the advantages that protected you in the past. Turban suggests that you think about a few critical questions. Do you need other queer people around you to be content? Are you sure that the new place you're moving to will accept you for who you are? will you have to hide your identity? If you move away from your community, will you still be able to stay in touch with them online or through visits? Turban emphasizes how vital it is to stay close to your chosen family, especially when you're not living near them. Randy Hubach, a professor of public health and the director of the Sexual Health Research Lab at Purdue University, mentioned that although rural areas usually don't have as many resources, the new developments in telemedicine due to the pandemic help make up for some of that. It's clear that LGBT people living in rural areas don't have the same protection from discrimination as those living in urban areas. In addition, many rural areas have religious exemptions that allow service providers to refuse to serve LGBT people. However, rural communities have strong social networks, which some LGBT individuals find welcoming and comforting. There are also medical practices that provide telemedicine options and self-testing for people who live in rural areas. When talking about Love's move from Manhattan to College Station, Hubach pointed out that college towns offer a unique mix of both rural and urban environments. He said that college towns have a different atmosphere than other rural areas, due to the influx of students from various backgrounds and ages, as well as more LGBT individuals. So, if someone decides to move to a rural college town, it could be a different experience than moving to a rural area without a college. For some. It's only a phase, but for others, it's forever. Many people who left the city have been dying to come back. Chris Cobaruvias, who graduated last spring and moved back home to Oakdale due to the pandemic, says, I'm in an unusual financial situation because I really want to be back in the Bay Area. They said it's been a real struggle for their community. There's no LGBTQ community in the small town they went to high school and grew up in, but they found a better fit in the Bay Area. Coba Ruvias has been putting away some serious cash since they moved, like, four grand a month. But they're feeling a bit lonely, so they tend to head to the Bay a lot. Meanwhile, Andrew Velasquez has taken a huge step for his career and moved cross-country, so he's got the financial stability to do some pretty cool stuff. He's a diehard Eastsider when it comes to LA and never thought he'd leave. But Velasquez and his husband had to move to Florida last year to escape the sky-high living costs, their monthly expenses were slashed by 70%. He's taken advantage of the extra time and money to finish writing a book and launching his makeup palette. Velasquez was initially hesitant about the current political climate. We don't like the politics or the governor, he said. Being a POC queer person, I was really uncertain about it. But the move gave him a fresh financial outlook. You don't realize how much living in California costs until you live somewhere else, he said. You don't think twice about a $6 gas, a $20 sandwich, or a $10 coffee at Whole Foods, right? Figure out what works best for you. Living in a small town encourages closer relationships and helps you avoid the fleeting friendships that are common in a big city. When I was in NYC, I didn't form strong connections with people so when I moved to somewhere smaller, it was really helpful. I did a lot of volunteer work with LGBTQ groups and that introduced me to younger people who are connected online through social media. It's great that online communities can provide a sense of belonging, but some of those spaces can be harmful, especially dating slash hookup apps which can damage mental health. But there are also protective online safe spaces which can be beneficial. Queer people have been really creative online during the pandemic, but many of us are still craving more in-person interaction. Montreal offers lots of queer activities which is great, especially for dating. I think it's worth researching different places and even trying them out by getting an Airbnb for a week. We need to take risks and do things that are out of the ordinary, especially us queer people because we can make amazing things happen. That's all for today. I hope this episode was useful for you all. Do not forget to share my podcast with your friends and see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.